What's up guys? This is Daryl Terrell with The Real World. On tonight's episode, I got an actor, fitness model, and a crazy video editor by the name of Hunter Hobbs. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. I'm glad you're here, man. I'm seeing all of your amazing videos on Instagram. How long you been doing videos? Oh man, um, well, I think since high school, it was kind of always just my passion to just create something. And I remember, um, you know, always in high school, if you had the ability to do like an English project in a video, I would always jump at that chance to film something crazy. And I would edit on my like Windows Movie Maker and make something just ridiculous that they would play in front of the class. So yeah, I've been doing that. And then I think college, I started um, filming more, more with the camera and then kind of just grew from there watched a lot of YouTube tutorials on videos and editing and camera stuff and then yeah there you go now yeah. you're here you're that's right yeah, I'm trying so. so how long you been on TikTok now um so probably it's been about a year and a half I think I think I joined um when they were maybe seven months old mm -hmm. and I was always really hesitant of TikTok because I wasn't sure what it was it uh, kind of evolved from a thing called Musical.ly where people would just lip sync and it was like lip syncing songs and I always thought that was pretty cringy so I never jumped on <laughs> and then some friends told me like hey dude you should start posting on TikTok like this is kind of taking off and it was like the perfect creative outlet for me and so yeah I just started posting videos on there started getting you know a little bit more popularity on there and it's just just a fun way to make some cool content on there. What university did you graduate from? Um, so I went to the University of Oklahoma in Norman. Um, I actually graduated with a degree in energy management, which was basically a business degree with some oil and glass, uh, gas classes in there. Mm -hmm. So I'm not using that currently, but I did uh, go into oil and gas for three and a half years after college. And I kind of realized that was not for me. I did not like being stuck in a cubicle with no creativity, mm -hmm. nothing to kind of do but you know just sit at your little desk and so it just wasn't for me sitting at the desk is what made you who you are that's today. true <laughs> i know it makes me really appreciate what i do now because i've seen both sides i didn't just jump straight from college to doing videos i had to kind of go through the experience of figuring out what i wanted to do awesome so what made you decide to become a fitness model i mean you're a numerous amount of things but obviously fitness is one of your passions so what what inspired you? Yeah, so um, I've kind of had an up and down fitness journey. I've always kind of been decently in shape. I did track all through high school. And then um, I worked out a little bit in college. And then once I got to my office job, um, I was working 40 hours a week, which was no big deal, still hitting the gym. And then there was a nine month period where I was helping my mom with something and she struggles with blindness. So I really had to, to help her with a video parenting series she did for a church. So I had to play camera guy, lighting, editing, everything. And it was just a huge process for nine months. And that was an additional like 20 to 30 hours. So for nine months, I ate Chipotle every day. I <laughs> didn't work out, just was stressed out. And then I gained about 40 something pounds from what I normally was. Wow. Yeah. And after that, I kind of just decided I was like, I made a transformation video. Mm -hmm. And my goal was just to go to the extreme for three months, see what would happen if I really just challenged myself mentally and physically and, you know, cooked all my meals, worked out five, six times a week, no alcohol, all that stuff. So Wow. So let's dive into when you had gained 40 something pounds. How did that affect your energy, number one? But what made you 
decide that you no longer wanted to be like that? Well, I vividly remember one day, uh, first of all, all my office clothes, I had to get new ones because they didn't fit anymore. Um, but I just remember one day I was literally putting my socks on in the morning before work and I got really winded. And I was like, this is ridiculous. So I was like, this, something has to be done with this. And so mm -hmm. I finally finished that project, I think mid-December. And I was like, you know what? It's the new year, you know, people make resolutions, but I'm gonna make one that I'm gonna stick to. And so I really was like, yeah, just suck it up for three months. What's the worst that can happen? So, What's the worst yeah. that can happen? So you stuck to it for three months. What was the experience of you going through all of that? It was honestly to this day, the hardest challenge I think I've ever done. And I think more mentally, just, you know, having friends that go out to the bars all the time, or, hey dude, let's go eat out fast food or doing this. So I really think um, I had to tell my friends like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. You know, just cause I don't want to go to the bars or eat out. That doesn't mean I don't like you guys. I'm just, this is a personal journey for me. And I also had a roommate who would uh, drink a six pack of beer every night and then eat Taco Bell and pizza in front of me while I was eating <laughs> my like chicken and rice. So I think really just staying motivated and staying consistent, especially documenting my journey. I took a picture in the exact same spot uh, every day for three months, which that was hard, just wow. the planning of it, but it was also motivation for me because I knew, you know, if I could really make a, a big change, this could be a cool video. Mm -hmm. so. And speaking of change, how did that affect you? And what was the outcome of when you actually, would you post it or how'd that actually go? Yeah, so I spent all this time, you know, editing after, I don't even know what was harder, the editing or the actual body <laughs> change. No, it was definitely the body change. But uh, yeah, so I edited it down to like a 55 second video, wanted to make it just super cool. And I posted it on YouTube. And then um, from there it started taking off, um, actually, um, was reached out to by Men's Health and People Magazine and all sorts of stuff like that. And then um, I posted on TikTok as well. That was one of my first videos. And I think it's like it 10 million views on there and then almost 10 million on my YouTube channel right now. Just 10 million. <laughs> That's insane. So when you posted it, mm -hmm. you went to bed and you woke up. I don't what know was if, your initial reaction, bro? I don't know if it was quite that immediate, but I think it was over the course of about a week it started taking off. And, um, a week is a short period no, of yeah, time. No, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that was really uh, one of my first experiences with something going viral. And obviously, um, you know, especially in today's world, if something goes viral and you get, you know, more than, you know, five notifications on your phone, you're like, right, oh right. my gosh, wow. <laughs> so it was, it was pretty cool to just see just it take off, especially you working so hard for something, whether it be, you know, on my body or making the video and all the planning that went into it and having to take a picture in the same spot every day, which probably took me like 20 minutes per day just to make sure I got it right, so. How did that inspire you? And in what way did that inspire you, I should say? Yeah, so I think honestly after that, people started reaching out to me, um, be like, hey dude, I saw your video, like, can you give me some workout tips or can you do this? And I was like, okay uh, so <laughs> i really was like man i i like how i feel i was so much happier my energy levels way higher mm -hmm. and so i was like man i should just keep up this energy keep up this pace and so i kind of started diving more into fitness after that and helping other people so you weren't doing fitness before no and now you're doing fitness mm -hmm. so what made you become a fitness model or I mean, are you a fitness trainer as well? I mean, how yeah, does Yeah, I do, work? I do uh, online coaching mainly. Okay. I do, I have trained a couple people in person, but I don't know, I just think really, 
I just want to appeal to the average person, someone like me who was stuck mm -hmm. in an office job, because I did all this transformation while I was still working my 40 hour a week office job. Um, I really just want to appeal to people and just say it's, it's not impossible to do that. You can make some small changes, some realistic changes, and even if you're busy working, you can still make that happen. That's amazing, awesome. So going to school or college, and here you are doing all these videos, what did your classmates or people around you think? Um, I still get a lot of people from high school or college like reaching out to me or, um, you know, they would, you know, see me out somewhere and they're like, oh, dude, like you're, I see you're all over the place. And I think it's pretty cool to see because I'm doing something that I love. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my videos I try to make entertaining so they're not like, oh my gosh, at least that's freaking Hunter. I see him all the time. It's so annoying. <laughs> so I'm trying not to be that guy. So, yeah, I think it's cool to be able to talk to people that I haven't seen in a while. And yeah. Then, being able to see some of my stuff, whether it's from TikTok or Instagram or wherever. That's awesome. So talking about your family, when you didn't follow through with your degree, <laughs> what was that conversation like? That, so, Mom, I'm gonna be a fitness model. I'm gonna create crazy videos. Oh, you man. take over. Yeah, so luckily my family is very supportive of me. I think. I've always been kind of weird and different. I mean, so it wasn't surprising that, you know, this wasn't the career choice for me to sit at a desk job all day. So, um, yeah, they're super, super supportive. And I feel like all my family members are always like, oh my God, did you see what Hunter did? Like, for example, it's been super icy in Oklahoma. And uh, one of my buddies texted me and was like, hey, dude, you should come jump in my pool. It's totally frozen. He was totally joking. And I was like, you know what? That's a great idea. So we chipped away a little hole in his pool um, about a week ago when it was completely iced over and I made a little video and jumped in and, and then my mom was probably like Hunter what are you doing <laughs> or her friends were like did you see what Hunter did so how was that like it was refreshing it was refreshing refreshing <laughs> maybe I was just in shock I don't know you're out but just yeah, a little it was fun so let's get into this now that you are in the position to inspire people helping people what is your goal with that well um we kind of talked about that I, I like fitness, but mm -hmm. I also like video editing and I like inspiring people to go after what they want, whether mm -hmm. that's fitness, whether that's being an artist, a writer, whatever. I feel like everybody has a passion inside themselves. Mine is, you know, video editing and fitness. And I really want people to kind of just, you know, they can still work their day job, but if they could, you know, work on the weekends or find something mm -hmm. that they're passionate about, I think that's what life's all about. I don't think you have to just go to work, go home, watch TV, you know, live for right, the weekend. I right. think you should find something that you enjoy. And so that's kind of what I inspire with fitness and my videos and stuff like that. That's awesome. So, you know, it was, it was crazy because here I am on Instagram and I literally seen this dude fall from the freaking clouds <laughs> and landed. And now I'm immediately I'm going, who is this guy? And I'm sitting with him today. Oh man. Yeah, that, that was a fun video. I did a little like superhero land from the sky and then <laughs> punch the ground, kind of hurt my knuckles a little bit, but no. Um, I think it's so funny with a video like that, you know, you, you're filming something and you're like, can I make this work? I have an idea that pops in my head and I'm like, let me just try that. And so I'm sure if somebody saw me filming that, I just like was jumping over and over and punching the ground. <laughs> and I think it's always funny when I try to explain my ideas to people, it doesn't translate. They're like, Wait, that's gonna work? And I'm like, no, no, just trust me. It'll be cool, I promise. So. How much time do you normally spend editing your videos? It has to be a long process. 
Like. Yeah, it just kind of depends on the video. I think, you know, obviously the more and more I edit, the better and faster I get with it um, mm -hmm. and the more things I learn. But I used to do a lot of like transition videos. So I have a couple where one of my favorites is where I put 50 shirts on. So I did a kind of a timeline yeah, video in the yeah. same spot with 50 shirts and that took forever. So certain videos like that may take hours and hours and hours to edit. edit. It probably took me longer to take all those shirts off actually. But. 50 Sure. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> That's a lot of shirts. That's just a great example of a dumb idea I came up with. <laughs> but it was sensational. Yeah, it, was, it, was, oh, it was funny. Um, but yeah, so I think just the more I edit and it kind of just depends, I think the planning takes sometimes longer because mm -hmm. you have to kind of, I don't want to just go out to a location. If I go outside and just be like, okay, I need to figure out what I want to do. I kind of write it down on the notebook, kind of plan out my shots. And then from there, it'll be way easier to film. That's awesome. Talk to us more about your fitness program. I see that you just have put that out. Let's go more into that. Yeah, so this is something that I've been working on for a long time. Um, in the past, obviously people ask me all sorts of questions that I can only mm -hmm. respond you know, to so many people on Instagram or wherever emails. And so in the past I've made two eBooks, um, one for kind of like just general fitness, diet and knowledge. And then I did a home workout eBook over quarantine. But my ultimate goal was to be able to help a lot more people with something it's easy to follow along with on their phone. And so I came out with a program um, that, yeah, I make customized uh, meal plans and workout plans for people, mm -hmm. you know, who are busy. That's that's my ideal target is people who are busy, who, you know, they're not a bodybuilder. They don't right. need to spend hours and hours in the, you know, the gym a day. And so, yeah, I've made something that's super easy to access on your phone that they can track. They can track their meals. They can do all sorts of stuff. And they get to personally talk with me on Zoom calls because I think that's that's a big you know problem in the fitness industry. Yeah. Is people just give someone a cookie cutter plan and then never talk to them. And I try to be on a one to one level, be genuine, and you know help them get in shape. That's exactly how you're gonna build an amazing clientele for yourself, but also just have a really positive name for yourself as well. So, you know, let's go into being positive. What is your message to the community about Hunter Hobbs? Oh man, um, I would just say, yeah, I mean, I try to be as positive as, you know, as possible in my everyday life. And that kind of translates over with all my videos. You know, I do fitness, but fitness is boring sometimes. So you gotta, mm -hmm. you gotta make some creative videos in there, whether that's fitness related or just something totally random. Um, and again, I think one of my biggest messages is just, you know, just if you want something, go after it. I mean, right. I, I could have easily stayed at my oil and gas job and been working in an office job till I was, you know, 60 something and retired, but I really took the opportunity to kind of step away from that and kind of go for something that I really wanted. And that's just another big message I wanna, you know, send to people. You know, one of the hardest things for people to actually do is walk away from things that they hate. Mm-hmm. You know, so they continue with the job that they dislike. They go in every single day. What was that breaking point for you to just go, you know what? Today is my last day. Man, um, I just I just saw my supervisors in my job and I saw myself, you know, 30 years in the future and they were they were stressed out. They didn't enjoy their job. I'm sure they were making really good money, but it's not about money. I don't care how much my job was paying me. I, I still would have stepped away. Um, yeah, so I just... I don't know i just really think you know people who stay in a job like that i mean obviously you mm -hmm. have to support a family and that's a big decision for that yeah. but i think um 
yeah, that's kind of, you just get negative and you get in a downward spiral, especially if you're just like, oh my gosh, I don't want to be here. This is stupid. And then that kind of affects you outside of work as well. And you yeah. stay negative. So I think, again, that's what it comes to working on something that you're passionate about outside of work, if that's something you have to do. But That's awesome. You know, being in an oil field, obviously you're making great money. Was that tough for you to walk away from? Like I said, honestly, not really. Luckily, I was able to afford some camera gear. <laughs> so that was, that was one positive that I took away from that. But yeah, I mean, again, like I said, money is not everything. I don't mm -hmm. care what they were paying me. And it was it was pretty good for oil and gas because when oil's good, it's, it's up there. And when it's not, it's down. But yeah. yeah, so I'm so much more happy, even though I'm making less money than I was. But that's not really the point for me. You know, you physically look amazing you're super humble guy how is your dm absolutely not blowing up right now bro because my phone's on silent your phone is on silent right now ladies oh man yeah it's uh <laughs> it's really interesting with the dms i think it was really a shock when i had a couple videos take off and i was you know used to never posting on instagram and i was like oh my gosh like 15 likes like you know and so <laughs> I think it's just funny to see you know what people message me whether they're actually serious or you know they just message me whatever see what Hunter's about something like that yeah so I think it's I mean I'm sure everybody deals with oh, like weird sure. DMs regardless of what level of social media you are mm -hmm. so. let's go more into your workouts and fitness for yourself what is your typical week like when it comes to your, your training schedule and what do you eat to get yourself in your best shape? Yeah, so I mean, I don't spend, people probably think I spend like hours and hours a day at the gym and that's not true. I do hit 6 a.m. workouts Monday through Friday. Okay. Um, but I work out with a friend and that's kind of the time we decided on. Um, and I think that's, I don't know, you don't obviously have to work out at 6 a.m. because that's crazy for a lot of people. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm in the gym maybe an hour and 15 minutes max a day. Um, sometimes just a 45 minute workout, as long as I'm doing something. Um, Monday through Friday is really when I try to focus on that. And obviously weekends get busy, but I still try to stay active. And then with the diet, again, people probably assume I'm just chicken and rice, which that's not true as well. I eat a lot of, just a ton of foods. Like my favorite thing to eat, and it kind of helps with my cravings as well as I make a chocolate protein shake with two scoops of whey protein powder, a banana, a spoonful of natural peanut butter, some oatmeal, and then blend that together with some ice. And it's literally a chocolate milkshake, but it's all healthy stuff. That's awesome. And so, I mean, and yeah, I just, I eat a lot of food, man. I love food. What's your basic calorie intake? Um, if I had to kind of track it, I think my maintenance calories to keep me at about 165 pounds is probably about 23 to 2,500 calories. Um, I probably should be eating like 3,000 calories with the way I eat, but sometimes the way, with the way I train, but sometimes I just get in a kind of a workflow with editing or videos and I'm like, oh crap, I haven't eaten like all day. So, <laughs> Well, when you're trying to get it done. It's, that's true, man. You gotta, you got so many things you can focus on. That's why hopefully like meal prepping really comes in handy when, you know, I cook on Sundays and I'm so lazy about cooking. Yeah. People probably think I cook all sorts of fancy meals, but not really. It's <laughs> just I'm lazy. Let's dive into, you know, I recently seen you on a um, commercial. What inspired you to get into acting? Um, man, that kind of just went hand in hand with 
you know, with videos, I'm always used to being on camera for myself and, you know, messing up and just being stupid on camera. And I found out in Norman um, that there was kind of an acting scene and there was a place to take acting classes. And so I was like, man, this is something that's right up my alley. So I joined a class and then kind of discovered this whole acting world within Oklahoma. And it's kind of a booming industry now because um, all these films are coming in to Oklahoma because of tax incentives. And then LA is obviously still kind of shut down a little bit yeah. because of COVID. Yeah. And so for the past probably about two years now, I've been doing a lot of commercials, which are really fun, just to kind of fill some of those time gaps and then a couple of movies as well, which is just a blast to, That's to work awesome. on. You know, so now Oklahoma is actually having a screen movie screen built here. Yeah. Let's, do you know anything I about do, that? Yeah, I do, yeah, I do. Let's go into it. Yeah, so they've actually got the Cox Communications there Center we go. Um, with a company called Prairie, Prairie Surf Media. And funny enough, the girl that owns that, her name is Rachel Cannon. She mm -hmm. is an actress from Oklahoma that moved to L.A. and has been on just guest show, like start on like everything from Big Bang Theory to Two and a Half Men to she had a lead series and Fresh Off the Boat was one of those. And I went to a like a forum to talk to her. She was speaking and giving advice to actors. And then after that, she moved back to Oklahoma and actually helped her with a photo shoot for her production company. And so we became kind of close and it was just cool to kind of pick her brain what her plans were for Oklahoma. That's so, crazy. and I see them all over social media, filming stuff within their studio and that's bringing a lot of, you know, stuff to Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Do you see, where do you see that? Do you think going in the future, do you think that it'll continue to bring more um, things to Oklahoma yeah. for actors and actresses here? Absolutely. She, uh, she was telling me she kind of has a seven year plan for Oklahoma, kind of how Atlanta um, kind of became a little bit of like LA. I know they were filming a ton of like Marvel movies and mm -hmm. LA was kind of, or Atlanta was kind of up and coming in the movie scene. And that's kind of her plan for Oklahoma. I know she's been working with a lot of like state legislation people kind of just to bring, you know, all that stuff in Oklahoma. And I really think it's going to continue up. Yeah, so. that's awesome. So what are the three things that you're most passionate about? I usually ask every guest this. So today is your turn. Okay, well, we've kind of discussed this a little bit. I would say my first one is just uh, the creativity that comes with videos, whether that filming or editing. Um, I don't know. My brain does not work with math and science. It works <laughs> with kind of creativity, and I just have ideas that pop in my head, and I'll write them down no matter how dumb. If you check my phone right now and type in video idea, it's like literally probably a thousand <laughs> ideas um, that I can pick and choose from. So that's my top one. Um, I think obviously fitness is a close second mm -hmm. just because I love – I don't know it just being fit just kind of changes every aspect of your life you have more energy you're happier gives you more confidence to do stuff and you know if you're in a position to help other people that's yeah. something you know that goes right along with that and then my third one um man i don't know that's drum roll <sighs> put me on the spot <laughs> i don't know i i think just just kind of stepping outside the box of what's the normal in society. I think really one of my passions is just not trying to be average. I just don't want to, yeah, have the well, office job. To be Absolutely. I think that's why it's so great to talk you know, to you because you interview guests that mm -hmm. kind of have the same mindset. So I really think I'm going to just break the stereotype, especially in Oklahoma. You know, there's a huge stigma of you. You, know, you graduate college, you immediately get married, you have a family, and then <laughs> that's kind of your life, whether, you know, what you do with that. But so I really just want to have aspirations to not be average and 
just work as hard as possible and see what happens. Awesome. Has there ever been, you know, I'm hearing all of the amazing things that you've accomplished. Let's go into some of the things that you may have struggled with in your life. And what did you do to overcome to be the hunter Hobbs you are today? Oh, man, you're too kind. Um, I don't know. I feel like sometimes maybe with friendships with you know i i have just a mindset where i always want to be productive i was always want to be working and then i have a lot of friends who you know they work their their jobs and they enjoy it and so mm -hmm. they just kind of want to hey dude let's go play video games or hey bro like what are you doing let's let's chill and i'm always like man i want to work i want to be doing something <laughs> so maybe that's been a struggle in the past just to kind of you know have a lot of friendships with people who just kind of want to hang out and they're enjoying their life, which is great, but I just feel like I always have to be doing something or working on something, so. it's awesome. So what is the maybe limited amount of videos that you may do per week? It just entirely depends on, you know, if I'm doing a commercial or a film, but I would say, I think my biggest struggle is planning stuff out. Okay. Ideally, I would like to, the night before, maybe even on the Sunday, plan out like, okay, I'm gonna do a workout video here, I'm gonna do try to do a cool creative video here. Um, but typically what happens is I wake up, I go to the gym, and then I'm like, what, what should I do? <laughs> and so, and then other stuff pops up randomly, and I'm like kind of spread in a million different directions, and then it's like five o'clock, and I'm like, crap, I need to do a video. <laughs> so, I don't know, but I think maybe typically I could probably do probably like five, like pretty good quality videos that I'm happy with a week so awesome so when it comes to your videos I know that I'm asking a lot about it's your videos, okay. but they're amazing so let's keep going with this you know when it comes to your videos you said you have a ton of notes mm -hmm. where does this creativity come from I don't know man there's uh, one of my favorite books um, it's called the war the war of art and it's about a guy. It's by a guy named Stephen Pressfield, and it talks about um, kind of like I think in Greek mythology, it was like artists would draw from the muses, which that was like, where does this idea come from? You know, I'm sure every inventor mm -hmm. in every field of creativity, the best ideas are the ones that pop up in your head in the shower, or you know, sometimes when you're not thinking of like, what should I do? Right. And so that's kind of what happens with me. Literally, just random stuff is like that's not a bad idea, write it down. And then that's kind of what comes from. I think that that came with just a lot of different videos. Um, yeah, my first YouTube video I did was, I called the Insane Excel Challenge. And that was basically, I was working in Excel in my office job and I was like, I wonder how long it would take me to get to the bottom of an Excel spreadsheet by holding my finger down on the arrow key. And so one Sunday I set up my camera and I held my finger down for nine hours and 36 minutes and uh, went from row zero to 1,048,576 rows. <laughs> it was just a challenge. I just wanted to make something so stupid that it had to go viral just for being but stupid. that's what people like. Yeah, and I mean, that was an idea that literally out of nowhere popped in my head and I was like, hmm, let's see what happens. And I think it's, I think it's at like 1.3 million views on my YouTube channel currently and did pretty well on social media floating around. It, I mean, and it did accomplish. People were like, "This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen." But that's what you know. People commented, mm -hmm. so. So how sore was your finger? After? It was pretty sore. I think I remember saying at the end of the video, I was like, "Oh 
my finger's really sore, which is really sad because all I did was, you know, hold my finger down. But I mean, I love the challenges. I love, I think, even when it came to my, you know, weight loss challenge, mm -hmm. I love the idea of challenging myself, pushing myself, you know, further than I thought I would. Um, and I did a similar challenge where I stood in a little tiny box, a duct tape box for 10 hours and filmed it. It's another dumb idea, but <laughs> just like challenges. That's so crazy. You know, I see you inspiring thousands of people. You know, who motivates you and inspires you on a daily basis? Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's so cliche, and I don't know if it's on a daily basis, but one of my idols, which I'm sure a lot of people in the fitness industry is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm -hmm. But even if you take away fitness, just his story, um, my dad gave me the education of a bodybuilder when I was like in third grade. And it basically just told a story of him going from nothing in his country, super poor, to just you know, every goal he had, he had the mindset of a champion and was like, fitness, I'm going to be the best, you know, acting, mm -hmm. let's do it, business, whatever, politics, sure, and so I think someone like that, you know, regardless of any controversy he's had, you can just be like, man, if he can do it, if I put my mind to something, like, yeah, let's do it, so, I don't know, that's where I kind of get some inspiration from. Awesome. So, is there anybody that inspires you? Um, man, I would say, I mean, I think the Besides biggest, Arnold, I right, know yeah. Arnold inspires you. Yeah. But I'll get, I'll get the non-cliche answer. I think um, my mom and my uh, late grandmother gave me some amazing inspiration because they both struggle with blindness. Mm -hmm. And I know my grandma was the most positive person. She was so creative. I think that's where I get it from. Um, and she was totally blind and I would have conversations I think the last three years of her life, we would talk every single Friday and she was just the most positive person. She was the most tech savvy person, even though she was blind. She had like two Alexas that she would control everything. She had an iPhone that she could do stuff. Amazing. So I think she was one of my biggest inspirations. Same with my mom, because they obviously struggle with something that's so important in your life, but mm -hmm. they deal with, you know, with positivity and, you know, just adapting and finding different ways to do stuff. So that's kind of... Besides Arnold, that's Besides my biggest, Arnold. you know, inspirations. <laughs> so, you know, we've been, you know, just so you guys that's going to be listening to this podcast on my behalf, um, we recorded yesterday and we're back recording again. I really didn't like how it sounded, so we're back recording again, but I just want this to be right for you. You yeah. deserve this. So many people after you posted yesterday, hit me up. They're super excited to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I just thought it's amazing. Number one, seeing someone from Oklahoma with such a great following, positive attitude, and just driven. Where did this work ethic come from? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, but I don't know, I think it is based on kind of how I was raised with my mom instilling like a hard work ethic. I have a twin brother and uh, you know, from the time we were like probably 10 years old, we were literally working when all of our friends were playing video games. We had our own lawn company that we would, you know, go rake leaves and shovel snow and <laughs> mow lawns. And that's how we afforded our own, we paid for our own cars, paid our way through college by just doing a bunch of random stuff. And I think that just, you know, it sucked at the time, right? Because right. I wanted to just go hang out, but like I really think it just instilled like a drive in me and just wanting to work hard and especially seeing 
you know, going after something you want and actually kind of accomplishing it, it just makes you want to work harder. How many times did you and your brother get, Hunter, was that you? No, that's my brother. Well, so we're <laughs> fraternal, actually. So okay. I'm, I'm glad for that. <laughs> Nothing against identical twins, but I mean, we already had to share enough when we were growing up, so <laughs> I'm glad. Actually, he has long hair right now too so that's even more of a difference so. he's trying to make sure it's a complete difference yeah but i mean i kind of talked about earlier i didn't grow up with the uh, math and science and still don't mm -hmm. and he did and he's an engineer now and when he just does a lot of different stuff mm -hmm. that i'm not great at so you know it's crazy because i was actually talking to a guy by the name of jacob evans yes you went to school yeah, i did yeah and he cannot say enough positive things about you. That was before I met you. And it's crazy because most people that would be in your position wouldn't be so humble. How do you want to pass that on to other people when they meet you? Man, um, well, I, you know, I think it's my Oklahoma roots and kind of how my parents raised me. I just, I was always taught to be respectful to anyone, you know, even if they're not nice to me. Yeah. Um, I think that's a, a big thing, but I don't know. I mean, I, that's great to hear. I Jacob's an awesome person. He's awesome. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I just try to treat everyone with respect. Um, I don't like people that, you know, like humble brag all the time or like, which is weird that you're asking me all these questions. I, feel like <laughs> I don't, I'm not trying to be that guy. I don't consider it bragging. I think it's actually you telling those listen, telling the listeners, this is what I do. This is what I love doing. This is what made me who I am. Yeah. And I think every person has a story, whether it's good or bad. So it's actually great hearing a, an incredible positive story from someone who really has a passion for something. So. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. I mean, and I try to translate that, you know, to talking with people on, you know, social media. I think a big problem nowadays is people get followers and then it gets to their head and they're like, oh, I'm so much cooler than you or whatever. And I'm never going to think that way. I will talk to anybody just the same, mm -hmm. you know, and so that's what I try to when people reach out to me, I try to be as helpful as possible. You know, sometimes it's hard to answer some messages, but I really give it an effort to talk to someone, you know, and try <laughs> to give them advice or whatever they need. That's awesome. Where do you see yourself in the future? It's a great question. Something I think about all the time. Um, I don't know. I mean, obviously I want to continue with my fitness business and keep learning, you know, video editing. That's something I work on all the time. Still watching YouTube videos on how to do stuff. So I really think um, just a combination of um, continuing to make videos and maybe, you know, work with different, you know, other cool people that make videos or working with different <laughs> you know, companies or something like that. So I really think a combination of the fitness, the video editing, and then with acting, that's not really my main thing, but right. I love opportunities. I think it's so fun, you know, to see how all that stuff works. And I love seeing the cameras. Obviously mm -hmm. I'm interested in that. And so, yeah, I think honestly, a combination of all that just maybe at a somewhat bigger level. That's so amazing. So this is what we got, you know, I, at the gym, there's a gentleman by the name of Michael Fulton. Okay. And he is the owner of Barbells and Barbecue. I, I like, hope you're hungry. I already like the sound of that. And I have something for you to try. But let's get to this. All right, let's do it. 
Yeah, that's a killer name already, Barbells. So, initial reaction to his burnt ends. Go for it. All right, well, I've never tried a burnt end before, uh, but it looks amazing. Let's see. Already fantastic. Do you want to eat the rest now? I think I might. I need to <laughs> call the interview off, but I'm definitely taking this home. But no, that is amazing. And it's got an amazing look. Bar yeah, Barbells and Barbecue. That's right, what a better that's name. right up my alley. So I'm going to take one more. Yep. Michael, this is well done, man. It's good. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Give this guy a second to devour all this and get a drink of water. But I just want to say to anybody out there that will be checking out this episode, follow your dreams. No matter what you're doing in life, if you're not dreaming big enough, you're not serious enough. So it's important that we exist with dreams to accomplish and chase because once you chase those dreams, it, there's something called the unexpected. And sometimes when you go through life and you're working hard towards what you love, the unexpected could be the very thing that changes your life forever. So I just want to put that out there. And I know you guys are going to be, um, you're, you're understanding exactly where I'm coming from with this. I mean, it's important that you all wake up every day with something that you want to accomplish. It's important. So, you know, we're sitting here having conversation with Hunter and you are hearing everything that he's gone through, everything, the type of job and where he's at now. So it's possible, you know, and so don't ever tell yourself it's not possible. It all depends on what type of time you're willing to put into it, whether or not it will become reality. Dad could not have said that better myself. <laughs> and I do think uh, it doesn't matter what age you are. There you go. Literally does not matter. And I think it's funny. I see all these, you know, the younger ge generation that grew up, you know, with TikTok and all that. And they may be like 15 years old and have a million more followers than me. But at the same time, I'm 27. And this is the perfect time for me to just go after what I want. I don't want to be, yeah, 60, 70 years old and be like, man, I really wish in my late 20s I would have gone after that I just yes. I don't want any regrets and I think that's a big message to people it does not matter what age you are if you start going after it now yeah who knows what's gonna happen yeah just, I mean exactly so don't wake up tomorrow morning and say I'm old so I can't go and do this or I can't go and do that you can it's possible so I mean, there's so many amazing people in this world and, and that is including you guys that are listening. So always wake up driven and ready to chase your dreams. It's out there for you to grab. So Hunter, I appreciate you coming on the show. 
be sure to give these guys your information where they can find you at your Instagram so forth and so on yeah so the best place to find me is my Instagram which is just at Hunter Hobbs H-O-B-B-S um, yeah that's literally that's kind of the main platform I'm posting on that's most of my fitness stuff and then obviously a lot of my video edits and stuff mm -hmm. like that so yeah what about your TikTok TikTok it's, Hunter Hobbs as well I think it's just it's Hunter underscore Hobbs I think if you type okay. in Hunter Hobbs it'll pop up but. so guys this is Daryl Terrell with the real world and the infamous notorious Hunter Hobbs and we're out